Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, good morning or good afternoon or good evening. I'm not sure when you choose to listen to this podcast, so good day. We'll just put it that way for you whenever you are listening. Today is Wednesday, February 23, and again, I'm Steve here with Kathy Weingarten as our guest for this week, and um, it's just been a blessing, Kathy, to have you again. I appreciate yesterday your, your willingness to share what the Spirit was saying to you and just uh, reminding us the importance of the Holy Spirit in our lives. So one thing we've been talking about through the Bible reading plan over the past couple of weeks and even some of our sermon series is the importance of being part of the body of Christ. And we're all gifted and we're all given roles to do um, in the church. So I'm just curious if you would be willing to share a little bit about your connection here to Victory Point, what brought you here, how God is using your gifts here at Victory Point. So would you be willing to share that? Oh, thank you. Um, Yes, because you're acknowledging about Victory Point. We came, we became connected to Victory Point because of our our daughter Beth Bradley. Beth and Matt have been here over ten years, okay. And so we would um, attend church with them, and then just became connected. And we we've been members of a different church, you know, in Zealand for many years. But then, as the you know the children are out of the house and married yeah. and whatever, then we just started coming here. So it's been great to become involved in the Great Lakes Missional Community. So we um, work with Hand to Hand, and then I've been involved with Kids Hope about four or five, about four years now. Mm -hmm. So those um, areas of really connecting and fellowship and service have been a great blessing, and they've been a great way to really get to know others. Yeah. And, and it's been great to have people of all ages. We're actually about the oldest people, I think, in our mission okay. community. <laughs> yeah. But to have, you know, the children serving along and praying out loud with the yeah. group, it's just been great. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. As a, as a teacher, um, we have, at my school, we have Kids Hope and Hand to Hand, not through Victory Point. But it just, it's... To me, I see the blessings of those ministries to our to our students, the ones who need that one-on-one mentor, um, and just they they look forward every week to their mentor coming. And the students who benefit from the hand-to-hand program, just you know that weekly reassurance for them that someone's looking out for them, someone wants to meet their needs in a real practical level. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you uh, on behalf of the Great Lakes community for your willingness to be a part of both those ministries. So, oh, and then recently um, in the last year or more I've been involved in our prayer team we've the prayer team has evolved and I've had a great interest in um prayer and being a member of a prayer team and so I'm really um enthusiastic about that it's really such a privilege and a blessing yeah no thank you for then doing that too because I think that's you know kind of you you volunteer to be in a situation where you don't know what's going to come at you you know when Matt says hey there's people in the prayer corner after the service go see them you know, you don't know what's coming and you're willing to be used that way. So thank you for that, too. Um, so if you want to get to know um, Kathy a little bit better, come find her after church in the prayer corner sometimes. So, That's right. Yeah. Anyways, well, today we're going to look at Second Corinthians. So we're jumping to the New Testament now. Second uh, Corinthians 3, 12 through 4, 2. Um, and this is going to actually be a little bit of a flashback to Monday's um, passage that we read about Moses. Um, so, uh Verse 12, 
Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who put a veil over his face to keep the Israelites from gazing at it while the radiance was fading away. But their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the Old Covenant is read. It has not been removed, because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Therefore, since through God's mercy we have this ministry, we do not lose heart. Rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. So, Kathy, as we read that, what um, what, what did the Spirit stir up, stir up in your heart? Well, continuing um, from our discussions the last two days and then from this passage, it's such a great reminder that the Lord is a Spirit and that relating to the Trinity, when we accept Jesus, that we do reflect His glory, but that the Holy Spirit can transform us. And I think of um, Romans 12, 1 to 2, that you know we really need to be re- transformed by the renewing of our minds. But then in this passage where it talks about the spirit of the Lord, there's freedom. I think of freedom from deception from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And the, there's so many ways that we can you know be deceived from the enemy, um, especially as people even become stronger and stronger Christians. You know, the enemy might deceive us. But I mentioned before that um, I'm a nurse. Yeah. And some a patient situation came to my mind from this. Um, we were, and I was teaching students at a, at a local college, and we were in a local hospital. And we received por- report, and this man in his later 80s was terminal with kidney failure, but they said he's really afraid. He's afraid to die. Mm. And we were, and this was just before the weekend of Memorial Day. And we walked in the room and I said, we better help get you straightened up. You look so uncomfortable. Let's, let's get you straightened up. And he said in bed and he said, I better get straightened up. He said, the Bible says thou shalt not kill. And I was in the war Mm -hmm. and it turned out in conversation with him when he said, I better straighten up for Uh, over 50 years, he has felt guilty Mm. and he has separated himself from God because he was in the war and the Bible says thou shalt not kill. And the enemy, you know, he wasn't transformed in his mind and to have forgiveness. So the enemy told him he was not good enough to be close to the Lord. And here he was dying. And so of course he was afraid to die. Yeah. So in talking with him, we talked about his fears and concerns and that he was really in spiritual distress because he didn't, because of his shame and guilt from the enemy, just reminding him of that condemnation. So we talked about it and prayed about it. And, and then, um, well, he also had said, well, wait to talk about it until my wife comes. So then we talked about it with her. So when I, we talk a lot about outcomes, yeah. <laughs> we talk a lot about healing, but many times it's spiritual and emotional and psychological healing that a person needs 
we weren't going to heal his medical problem. Right. And he probably still might be terminal, but the outcome of that mm-hmm. and and his comfort to know that he would be with the Lord yeah. was of eternal significance. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> so, and then, you know, when you think back to when you're four years old, God said, you're going to be a nurse. He knew at that moment about this interaction. That's not the only reason why you became a nurse, but God knew that he needed you in that position at the time. So when you were four, he said, be a nurse. Now, um, that's a that's a, a wonderful story, and I think to me, as I listened to that, it reminded me of kind of the uh, the kind of theme of this particular passage, where um, it talks about how Moses's glory was fading, um, and it's only through Jesus that the veil can ultimately be removed, um, and just that difference between um, our salvation in Christ versus our continual dependence on you know, rituals and old laws for Moses. And with this particular gentleman, um, he was trapped in that old way. Um, he couldn't get over the fact that he um, was living in sin and, and had a hard time reconciling it until you and, and the people you were with came and said, look, no, you can be forgiven. You can be renewed. Um, and, you know, it's through the love of Jesus that that can happen. Um, so you... Uh, Jesus through you took that veil off of his eyes so he could see who Jesus really was. And so uh, just that's a great story for us to hear. And thank you for being willing to step into that. Um, You know, we talked about on Monday how um, sometimes it's hard to show, you know, the radiance of God, how to show what Jesus is doing in our life. And then I would think in that situation, very hard because this is your place of business. Um, But yet you were, faithful to God's calling to share with this man. So thank you for that. Well, and thank you because you just um, articulated exactly um, theologically what what I was thinking. Oh, good. All right. We're done <laughs> that's, here then. That's the partnership yeah. of this. Yeah. That's the partnership that he did, re, you know, remove mm-hmm. that veil and take away that deception. And mm-hmm. as you acknowledged, in all of our daily lives, for me as a nurse, we always do that in partnership with the patient based on what they say. Mm. You know, he said he was separated from God. He said he wanted to be closer to God. You know, just like whoever we meet in our daily lives, you know, we look at cues that the people give Mm -hmm. us about what they're saying. We don't just, well, maybe sometimes you go um, say to somebody, may I pray for you? Um, And at least ask them. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, good. Well, sounds like I stole all your thunder by saying that, but is there no, other, you things, didn't. That's great. other no. things that jumped out at you? Just That was really the biggest thing, because I just think in our daily lives, again, if we in part pray to ask God, what what are other areas that, that maybe I'm being deceived or that I'm denying because of pride or whatever, um, mm-hmm. please show us those things. So I do pray that at times to to reveal those things. It's not always easy. Yeah. Oh, no. Not at all. But it's, but more and more I realized the need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the only thing that can, I think, jumped out to me that can connect with this is um, in chapter four, um, we see the kind of the difference between living the way the world wants us to live and the way that God wants us to live. And he says that, you know, we, we need to renounce the secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth, we plainly uh, commend ourselves to every man's conscience. So again, as we 
uh, grow in who God's calling us to be. As we try to live a life that reflects our relationship with him, we need to put away those uh, secret and shameful things that we do. Um, we don't want to rely on deception um, or destroy, distort the word of God, um, but we want to speak truth uh, plainly um, and, and glorify God that way. So, well, other other thoughts before we wrap this one up? No. What the other thing that's in um, passages here that this is the treasures and jars of clay, I've always um, liked that analogy too. Mm. Just the fact that that you know the Lord made us we're jars of clay, but that you know we just need to. Um, you, you don't put new wine in old wineskins. Yeah. Just that always comes to my mind. How yeah. it's a constant process since we're constantly evolving and growing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you have any challenge for our listeners that you would like to leave with them? I think it's a great call for all of us to just keep looking at some of the things that we might say, oh, that's the way I am, or that's the way God made me, or um, yeah. just looking at our patterns and, and just... Uh, continually learning and growing and asking the Lord to reveal new things to us. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, speaking the truth in love, there's times mm -hmm. that someone might point something out to me um, or, and the fact that we're so human. Sometimes yeah. I think I care so much about people. And the other day I was rushing into church to get my coffee and quick sit down because I'm late. Mm -hmm. And then my husband took the time to talk to some people who were more elderly oh, and he yeah. took the time. And so I thought, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> I just rushed past people. Yeah. So we're yeah. always learning and growing and giving each other grace. Yeah. Well, I think when we when we try not to rush past people, um, then we're more open to being to tuning into the cues of the Holy Spirit. So it's my my challenge for people um, is in addition to what you said is to do what you did back in that hospital room. Um, so uh, be open to the nudging of the Spirit. Um, to step into a situation, a, a door that the Spirit's opening, and be a blessing in the lives of those you encounter. So um, as you go through your day, uh, we just remind you that the Lord um, has taken that veil away, um, that you don't have to rely on the, the ways of the world, but just to trust in Him. Um, and so I just pray that as you go throughout your day, you would be open to the Spirit's uh, nudgings and urgings and that you would strive to be a blessing to those that you come in contact with. Have a great day and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.